captain of Ingog. Akiva's faces his job in GOG with Keeve and Ellie and Zooey. Hey fam, welcome back uh, to a much anticipated uh, episode of New Girl, Old Guy for the Jar Band-Aid. Uh, my name is Ali Lasher. I'm neither the new girl nor the old guy. I am here with the titular old guy, Akiva Winnegar. Long Would time. Ex- long time, no see. <laughs> no speak, no hear. Haven't written, haven't called. Barely know you. Um, you should explain what the jar is, because I feel like people are hitting the play on this podcast in droves, and it's like, oh, what's the jar? I don't know. It hasn't happened in like a year. Maybe they've never heard it. What's the jar? Yeah, of course. I mean, we have a lot to explain. Where have we been? Where have Who we are been? Who are we? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm Allie. You're Akiva. Yeah. A lot of people think Akiva is a woman's name. Hmm. Okay. I mean, Aviva is a woman's name. Well, because it ends my, in an A. Like, I feel yeah, like people my, not familiar with Akiva, the name. My my sister's name is Eva, so. Eva and Akiva. Well, they, that's why we call her Yael, because obviously that would be a disaster. Oh, of course. They call her Yael, short for Eva. Well, yeah. You know what's something my mom and I were talking about recently before mm. we get started on answering your on-target question? What's um, that? Y- y- your kids have, like, Hebrew names. Yes. They don't get Hebrew names. Like, that's a, is that an American Jew concept, like, the name versus the Hebrew name? I think it's a it's a um, like outside of Israel for sure concept. Um, but like, I does Ella have a it. quote Hebrew name? She was born in the U.S. Yeah, Ella Hadassah. But it's the same. But we did. But English that's for her both. name. Yeah, we did both for both. But like, right. well, what do you mean by both for both? Like, my name is Yaakov Akiva in Hebrew, but just Akiva in English. <laughs> and like, some people have four names. Some people have like a first and middle name in Hebrew, and then a totally separate first the middle name well me me like too. you you have right it. yeah right so i mean that's that's how it works okay so you did both for both well yeah it's just confusing and also like you, you gave you, your, most of your kids hebrew names so why would you give them a hebrew name right, well we just named them after people to be honest but yes but they're like hebrew names i mean first of all hebrew and yeah i mean they're jewish names yeah <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, how you been, Keith? It's been I've a long been, time. I've been great. It has. What was the last time we recorded? I'm not sure, but I have. I've I don't think good. I opened my note stock for New Girls since May 23rd. Okay, that sounds That's about right. That's what it said. Um, I have been good. Uh, I miss doing the podcast. Uh, I've still been very busy. Oh wait, really quick! I just blew it because we recorded the last two episodes of season three on the same day. So May twenty third is still like a week before the last episode dropped. Yes, but we haven't done any. We missed we all of June. And historians will one day be like, "Well, we're Ali keep up to in June." They'll never know. Did I? Did I post the last episode? You think <laughs> I'm starting to wonder if it? I forgot. I'm sure you did. I'm pretty sure you did. Are you sure? That would be hilarious. Then imagine <laughs> wait, then we'd j- have like three weeks of content now. It would be great. <laughs> That would be bad. I also just wrote new guy, old girl when I Googled it. So it's we're a little rusty. 
Now, also, what kind my of anchor is like not letting me log in. Yes, we did the season three finale cruise June first. That came out. Oh, I did post it. Oh, good for me. Mm-hmm. We would have remembered. Someone would have known. Producer Kelly would have incepted the fact that we didn't do it. Well, nobody's been on our backs today. Sixty-three people listened on the week of July eighth. Uh, That's the last, pretty good. Over the last week to episodes. That's good. Four I, people I, listened to episode 25. We're now on episode... So Cruise was episode 70 of the podcast. Yes. Not including jars. Yeah, I don't know. Including. I don't know what, what this is canon of. All right. Well, you know, we're back. It, my fault that we haven't been around. I, Mostly. I've, Sometimes it's my fault, but I think this time you're just a busy bee. Busy. It's summer. Work is busy. Mm-hmm. Socially, things are busy. I don't busy. think... I mean... Yeah, you are, like, socially busy. I don't think of you as a summer person, though. I don't know like what Like, you're the saying it's summer. Means. Like, if I would say, like, what season... Things pop off in the summer. I weddings, know. Weddings, travel. You have weddings. Not your wedding. I would, well, like, what... If someone said, like, what season is Allie, I would say fall. I would say Allie is a fall person. Yeah, that's obviously my favorite season. Great read. I don't like to be too hot. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, would say but fall, I have, to, but I go with the world. Yeah. Like there are events, there are concerts. Like I don't refuse to participate in society. No, you don't sit out, out the summer. That would be crazy. Here's the thing that I learned: when you stop going to school, it's yeah. like summer really continues September, October. That's my favorite part of my favorite part of summer is mm-hmm. early fall. Mm-hmm. Which is technically the summer still. Right. Because everyone's still doing summer vibe things. The weather is nice, but not egregious. And, you know, the people who are only in the city for the summer are gone. So you say when you're, like, out of school, but I would say your mom and my parents, who who all work in schools and have their whole lives, really the summer is much more pronounced, right? You, like, look forward to the summer. It's much different. Well, no, I just mean, like, the energy of the summer continues on if you're not on a school schedule. Be it a teacher or a student. What season am I? You're a man for all seasons, Keith. I'm not a summer <laughs> person at all. Um, no, I mean, it's a good question. Well, what's, what's like the best sporting season? Like s- spring? It's not the summer. Baseball. Summer's the worst. Right. So like spring is baseball. So like maybe the, you're like a end of winter, early spring. Super well, March Madness is tricky because it's like technically starts during the winter. Right, but that's what I'm saying. No, I'm saying your season is February, March, April. Takes you from Super Bowl to well, not that the Jets are ever there, but like no. some football, some base basketball, some baseball. I think I'm also probably fall because <laughs> football being back is better mostly than baseball. Football. Yeah, mostly okay. football at this point. I tried to make something creative happen. No, it was good. It was good. Ooh. I'm going to stretch. Hold on. Maybe I'll edit this out. Maybe I won't. No, uh, keep it in. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad to see we're up. You know, nothing has changed. Um, well, you're not eating right now. We'll save that for the next episode. I'm not eating? I mean, I haven't I haven't heard like a, a loud Oh, you want to know yet. something funny? I was mm. thinking that the worst thing to eat would be gummy bears on a podcast. I had that thought I wanted to run. Do you have a gummy bear? I have some gummy bears if you Try want to one. sit up. We'll see how it goes. All right. Hold I'll on. Let me go out. get it. I'm curious like how chewing a gummy bear while on a podcast would work i think of like the absolute worst food okay were you riffing or i think like yeah i was riffing like chips and salsa would be pretty bad 
No, because I think gummy bears. I recently was on a call with my friend Missy, who will be a guest on the podcast coming up. Mm. We're going to have guests again. That's exciting. I don't know about that, but she's been booked on this episode since before we started the podcast. Mm-hmm. So um, I took I ate a gummy vitamin while I was on the phone with her the other day, and I was okay. like, that was such a stupid decision. So Just now let her talk I, for a few I've minutes. got two gummy bears in my mouth. What do you think of this for content? I don't think, yeah, I don't. I, I, it's great for content. I don't think it's great for like understanding what you're saying. So it's bad for content. Uh, well, <laughs> two different things. There's like, you could have good content where no one knows what's going on. I mean, there's silent <laughs> movies. That's great content. Or probably. like every uh, big live 32 fans podcast. Nobody hears what's happening. <laughs> Alex wants to do another beer tournament in August. Should 32 fans? Do a pot? Should we do a podcast where we eat and determine the worst food Just, to eat on the podcast? So that's not. I mean, honestly, if you pitch it to Alex, I think he'd consider it. And it not. It doesn't have to be live. It's like the three of us could mm-hmm. just get the same food item. I think it's Rob's nightmare. Honestly, that episode. Well, Rob has nothing to do with this. <laughs> well, he would. He would not want anything to do with it. In fact. Oh, now I kind of want to have another gummy bear. This was a bad decision. I think one is probably the max you should have on a podcast. Well, I already had two of them. Oh, no. <laughs> I had two at the same time for maximum. Let me have one more, and then I'll zip it up. <laughs> uh, should I just you release this separately as, like, a little <laughs> teaser? should be sponsored by gummy bears. Okay, can you imagine? So we're here to talk about a movie, Band-Aid, and we'll explain the jar, but, like, mm-hmm. can you imagine if you, like, worked on the movie? It's, like, an indie project. Yeah. And somehow, like you had like a Google alert. I mean, it would be tough to have it for Band Aid, so this won't come up on anyone's yeah, radar. Yeah, very bad SEO. Let's say like somebody Band-Aid came movie. up, came across this, and was like, "Oh my God, a podcast did a podcast about our movie. Let me listen to a it." Podcast did a podcast about the movie, and this is ten minutes in. We're eating gummy bears. <laughs> on the Not beginning. even like the fun type. Um, I. Th- yeah, it, I wonder, this may be the first and only podcast about the titular film Band-Aid. It's not in the title of anything, so it's not really a titular film. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and if people don't, when people are like still waiting with bated breath or with gummy bear breath, and they're like, what's the jar? <laughs> we, we, this oh, is yeah, a television, please explain. This is a podcast <laughs> where we, every week we watch one episode of the television show, New Girl. <laughs> However, in between seasons, to cleanse our palate, instead of eating gummy bears, we watch a movie. Starring at least one of the characters from the movie, um, from nope. the show, New Girl. Yes. Except sometimes, like Jennifer Garner's in instead, but that's a whole long story. And this—I don't think she's made the jar officially. What you keep we forgetting? We didn't talk about yesterday. That was an April Fool's joke. You oh, watched yesterday with your family, that. unrelated to the podcast. Oh, you're right. You're right. That was an <laughs> April Fool's joke. We didn't do an April Fool's joke this year. We forgot to do one. Well, that was the prank. Oh, okay. I mean, we pranked you. No one was pranked more. Like, no one. The effects of the prank were the most long-lasting on you. Yeah, I pranked myself. That's pretty cool. <laughs> They're the best pranks are the ones you do on yourself. Um, yeah, and uh, this is um, the movie Band-Aid starring, not starring Hannah Simone, but she's in it. She's, like, the sixth lead. And uh, well, that's what we watch. Adam Pally is really, like, a regular character on the show, and he's the star of the movie. Would you, is that fair to say? Adam, Adam Pally is a regular on New Girl? No, like on our on on this podcast, New Girl. Oh, old friend family. of the we, podcast. Yeah, imaginary. The podcast he's the ban- sure. he's a banana of the podcast, an imaginary friend of the podcast. Yeah, well, banana's real, but yeah, Adam Pally <laughs> is is imaginary. Okay, so that's an iconic quote. Mm-hmm. Banana's real. Adam Pally is imaginary. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Yes, that was a great 
digest of what we do here on the jar. Uh, normally, we wouldn't take like two months between the end of the season <laughs> and the jar. I think that sort of defeats the purpose. But um, thank you for bearing with us. Um, We're back, baby. Never missing another week. Well, probably next week we'll, we won't miss, but okay, who knows after that. Uh, so Bandit was originally released June 9th, 2017. Despite really being a big Zoe Lister-Jones and Adam Pally fan, this movie did not come across my desk. I had never heard of it until I started doing research for potential movies to put in the jar. I think same for you, right? Yes, that is correct. You told me about it. Zoe Lister-Jones wrote, directed, produced the movie. There are a number of original songs in the movie. Most of them were co-written, or all, most of them, I think, were co-written by Zoe Lister-Jones. They both singing it um kiwi before we have not discussed not even given our impressions of the movie to each other Mm -mm. this is the first time we've discussed the movie since we put it in the jar Mm uh want to give us a quick digest yeah so i watched this movie a month ago oh you didn't watch it again uh i did watch the first half hour just now okay so, and that's the most important part of the movie, the first half hour. But I, I watched this movie um, uh, a month ago, and I took notes. Yes, uh, there is a married couple, Adam Pally and Zoe Lister-Jones, and they're always fighting, 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 fighting. They probably, hot take, should get divorced. They don't have any kids yet. They are just, they don't really like each other, I don't think. But anyway, they decide to turn their fights into songs, and, that, and, and they start a band together. Fred Armisen joins the band, then he leaves the band. Other things happen. That's pretty much the movie. I don't really know that other things happen, to be honest. Yeah, that's uh, about it. That's, but remember, I haven't watched the second half of the movie today, but as far I, as I remember. I do think the number... So it's interesting that that was... You know, the Digest really does give me an, an insight into how Kiwi's feeling about the movie. I think if I gave a Digest, Allie's Digest, mm-hmm. I would have mm. said... A couple a year after you would have said their fighting is totally normal and every well (laughs) they're they're they suffered a miscarriage that's sort of the undercurrent of the Mm -hmm. whole movie why and so to say in the digest but yeah well to say that they don't like each other and they're always fighting like I think we're to believe that their lives and relationship were derailed a year ago and now Mm -hmm. we're like entering this still like grief stricken scene Mm mm-hmm so you think so it's a real fun time <laughs> yeah this is a comedy by the way is it yeah oh definitely i don't know about that i mean there's a lot of jokes in there uh, the, the tagline to me is drama film the, the tagline's the best part of the movie to me Mis- misery loves accompaniment <laughs> that's pretty good um i mean you're not hiring zoe lister jones adam pally fred armison retta Brooklyn Decker, if this is a serious movie. Well, she, fair enough. I mean, it's not serious, but it does have, like, dark slice of life tones. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's quite depressing. I mean, there's a lot of really quirky indie comedies out there. Everyone always has a really quirky job, and everyone's, you know, has, like, a few, like, they have shtick, as my father would say. (laughs) You know, they have, like, a few things about them that are just, like, uh, weird. Yeah, I mean, all right, so Broad Trucks, what did you think of this movie? Um, first, I thought the, the fighting scenes were, like, very realistic. They reminded me of, like, other divorce movies like Revolutionary Road or what's the Avenue Driver movie. 
A marriage story. Marriage story. I'm dying at. They were realistic fight scenes. They reminded me of other scenes in other movies. But yeah, no, I get it. Um, well, what do you want to say of my own life? No, no, and I hope not. But uh, but like, it is funny to say it was very realistic to other movies. Yeah, no, I, I I'm saying like of uh, the good. It was a good job for the genre. Good job for the genre, yeah. and I think it rang true. It's like when they like really dug in at each other about the things that they didn't like about each other, and I thought that was good. Um, yeah, some of the music stuff was uh, whatever. There's like a whole other subplot where Fred Armisen is like a huge creep. I have discussed this before, but I hate Fred Armisen, so that's like a little problematic for me. We've discussed it. We both hate yeah, him. Yeah, we both have, hate Fred Armisen. Oddly, <laughs> they have Colin Hanks and Chris D'Elia playing creeps in an Uber. Like kind of, well, kind of a bizarre choice. I mean, okay, so going back to what you said... Um, to, you know, like, you don't hire Zoe Lister, Joe, not and Pally to, for not a comedy. And that's true. But a lot of this felt like, you know, favors. Like, a lot of the cast have done other shows with Adam Pally, Zoe mm -hmm. Lister, Jones. Like, it seemed like a lot of, like, hey, I got this movie. I want you to be in it. You're my friend. We've worked together before. And people, like, a lot of big name actors, yes. comedians were in this. Brooklyn yeah. Dedeker, Retta, like uh, there were a lot of there was like a lot of sitcom star power, I would say. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I think I'm bearing the lead. I really didn't care for the movie, and maybe it's m my expectations were too high because it was the one I was most looking forward to in the jar. Yeah, and I found the acting and the writing really good. Like I agree that the fight scenes were very convincing to the point where I was upset. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, it's, this is not, if I were just watching this on like a Saturday morning, it's like ride the Eagle. I would have been like, this is a good movie, but to have to podcast about it. Like, I didn't feel like there was a lot of meat on the bones. I was excited yeah. to talk to you about. I hear, I hear what you're saying. I think the singing, uh, like the songs are pretty interesting. The band, like, I don't know. They're always getting like, you know, like cold feet when they're performing or whatever. Zoe Lister Jones is interesting because like, I don't want to go after her. She's the writer and director of the movie. I don't know if she's like the perfect person for this role also. What do you mean? She has like a very indie Brooklyn feel. And I think that's probably where she's from and where she lives. Like, like a very, like maybe Chloe Seven, you had this like 20, 15 years ago. Like, like too cool for school, whatever. And she's obviously very talented. Like, you know, she directed the movie and wrote it and it's good. But like, I don't know if she, if I would have cast her opposite Adam Pally. Like, I don't even believe them together in the movie. Really? Yeah. What's, okay, what's your reference for her? Like, because I've watched a number of sitcoms with her in it, including the one she does with Colin Hanks. Well, like, what is your Zoe Lister-Jones project that you've seen her okay. in that you're thinking of this? Or is it just, like, how you feel about her? I think her general, I mean, I saw her in a couple episodes of Whitney. I, I wasn't like a big Whitney fan, but I saw her in a couple episodes of that. Well, that's uh, the Cristelia connection. I'm also used to watch. And um, and I watched her in a movie where she plays an ultra orthodox woman <laughs> called Arranged. Um, it's like it's a story of a friendship between an ultra orthodox woman and a Muslim woman who are both teachers in New York City. And it's it's actually kind of I mean I haven't seen it in 15 years, but I remember it being pretty good. And she's good in it. 
Um, but I don't, I don't know. I just don't. I, I don't think she would get this role if she wasn't the if she wasn't the director. I mean, it's an interesting point. I have no basis or background in any casting adjacent thing. I did not believe them together as a couple. Um, but I also like. You're right. Maybe she's not very LA, but I wasn't really like focused. Like this could have taken place to me like anywhere. Yeah, it, yeah. I, other than other than like the birthday party scenes, it wasn't super LA. It's like, all right, they're trying to make it in Hollywood. It's also to give them like aimless a reason why they're like aimless professionally at this point is why they put him in LA. But, but right, I mean, like, they could have done this himself. in New York. Like oh, she, he's, he's an artist. Kansas. Well, but he's an artist. She's like a failed book writer. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's an interesting take. I'm a big fan of hers. If you were to cast her in something for like New Girl, what do you think? Would she be friends with Jess? Would she be friends with Schmidt? Would she be friends with, like? Do you see her fitting into that world? Yeah, she could world? be Jess and Cece's friends. I I mean, to me, like maybe that spot's taken by Sadie, like a role that yeah, she would play. No, she could be she could be a Sadie type. She could be like Sadie's friend. She could marry Sadie. Um, Susie Essman was in this as Ben's mom and basically a cameo. Did you yeah, recognize her audio. voice when she... No, I didn't. I didn't either. And so when she showed up in the last scene of the movie, I was like, oh my God. So that's what it is. Like you get Susie Essman, you get Retta, Brooklyn Decker. They're all there for one day. Like, hey, do me a favor. Work for scale for a day. Max two for some of them. You know, it was interesting. And, and honestly, Hannah Simone also. Like she was only in like yeah. three scenes. Mm-hmm. Um... This is an all-female crew, according to IMDb, and yes. there was a one week where Adam Pally was the only man on set. Amazing. That's pretty cool. Amazing. And then they got um, Dalia there. Sorry? And then they have Chris Dalia showing up. Oh, I thought you said they got an Aaliyah. I was like, what? No. Well, maybe. Um, they are both Jewish in real life and in the movie. Producer Kelly says, why do we think Hannah Simone is limited to the best friend role, at least in the two projects we've seen her in? It did make me, I think you had some resistance to putting this in the jar because she's so low build. And I was like, no, no, it'll be fine. I think, you know, retrospect, you were right. I wish we did find a project that she is more of the lead in. But are there, are there a lot of projects where Hannah Simone is like one of the leads? I don't know. Like, I just wish, you know, even if they don't exist, I wish we had seen one. (laughs) Okay. Someone find one for us. Well, no. The jar is sealed. Oh, the jar is sealed. That's right. Oh, the jar is sealed. <laughs> um, she was a former VJ. We could have watched her, some clips of her as a Canadian VJ. <laughs> yeah. Were you ever into the TRL thing, or were you too young? Like, was it over? Of course I was. I was supposed to be on TRL, and I got cut at the last minute. For you're my to be super on, sweet like 16. you were in the studio, or were you supposed no, to No, like, like I was supposed to be competing for like a sweet 16 package, and I would have had mm. to do a dance. It was horrific. I, it is by the grace of God that I was cut, but my mom came. We would have had to do a fight with my mom, and my friend did it instead. It was supposed to be three of us, and then they just narrowed it down to two. So instead, Allie and AJ were there. This was like right before TRL got the axe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't really. Some so producer like found that the lasher got, got caught and was like, you know what? This whole show has been on for 15 years. It's done. But I am in the background. Uh, I'm in the audience a lot. What do you in mean the lot? one episode. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, like you could see one, me oh, quite, you were like, quite yeah, often. Yeah, I had residency. I was just up there a lot. Um, she started in the music video Same Air from the Rocket Summer. We could have watched that. When you think of TRL, what's the first video that you think of? So I feel like... 
I already, when I was watching TRL, wasn't watching for the music videos. Like when they, the kids are like, we sat there waiting for Thriller to come on like every single time. Like I wasn't. Thriller. I was watching more for like. TRL was started in like 97. Thriller was dead uh, for t 10 years. TRL started in 1997? Yeah. So maybe someone just told this story. It, well, it might have been. Oh, a liar? Like a comedian. No, maybe it was just MTV in general, like yeah. waiting for the music videos to come up. Yeah. Whatever. The point is, is, like, I don't really think of like one music video when I think of TRL. I think of Carson Daly and I think of like, you know, Mariah Carey coming in, like the people like coming in and talking, not like dropping mm -hmm. music videos. Right. TRL starts with Instinct and the Backstreet Boys. Like, it didn't start with Michael Jackson or the 90s. What do you think about? Well, definitely. I mean, Instinct and the Backstreet Boys, but also the Corn Freak on a Leash video was like very, was very popular. It's just a bullet that goes through stuff for the whole three and a half minutes. Okay. Have you heard of the reality TV show Kicking and Screaming? Yes. Do you know who hosted that? I don't remember. Is it who is it? Hannah Simone. Oh, okay. I was gonna ask you if you could guess what it was about. I have no idea what it's about. Is it like people playing soccer and then crying? No, so you haven't heard you don't know the host and I've you heard know the of premise? the show. I've heard of the show. Are Kicking you confusing it with the movie? Maybe. Because that's about soccer. Okay. <laughs> that's like a children's soccer thing or something. Um, no, this is the cast. Is So take a guess if you, what reality show, kicking, what what the plot of kicking and screaming is. What's the premise? Uh, it's not sports related at all? I don't know. Guess. It's not no soccer idea. related. I have no idea. Um... Uh, like if you do, it, people have to do tasks, and if they don't do them, they get carried away, kicking and screaming. <laughs> the cast is composed ten teams of two. Mm -hmm. One that's a typo. One member of the team being a professional survivalist, and one being an everyday person. Mm -hmm. That's the winning team at the end of the season gets five hundred thousand dollars. So it's like a survivalist and a uh, housewife a survivalist. Well, what would Yosef say at this point? Close. <laughs> um close <laughs> okay that cracks me up all right i mean it's interesting so you were higher on this movie than i was yes i am definitely higher um i liked it oh lister jones married her acting writing and partner production daryl wayne he's the third guy in the um in the Ubers besides uh, the Leanne Hanks. Uh, in 2021, she announced that they had split after a 17-year relationship. They had been in and out of an open relationship. Oh. Okay. Speaking of open relationship. Please. We didn't talk. Let's talk about the Fred Armisen character, even though we both both hate him. It's funny. Producer Kelly wrote, like, did ever anyone else audibly groan when Fred Armisen walked in forgetting that he was in this movie? And I was like, yeah. that was my exact reaction. I forgot yes. he was there. So Armisen, like... I mean, he's creepy, but, it, like, at least he's, like, intentionally playing a creep here. But, yeah, so his character is, like, a recovering sex addict who has, like, a couple really, like, beautiful friends? Like, what are they? <laughs> well, Jamie Chung and I forget the other person's name. Jamie Chung, former Real World mm -hmm. contestant who uh, really yeah. made the bridge. Um you know, here's a hot take. I actually thought Fred Armstead was the most palatable he's ever been in this 
um, compared yeah, to I would agree. I, this is. I mean, I don't think he's ever palatable, but it's still the most palatable. He's ever if had. I had never seen him before and never thought anything of him, mm. never heard of him, I would have walked out like neutral about him. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, the character is so stupid. Like it's it, like it's such a ca- caricature and cartoon when like everyone else <laughs> is trying to be real in the movie. A, but yeah, I agree. A caricature. He's a car- caricature. <laughs> caricature. I, honestly, I prefer caricature. He's a cricket. <laughs> cricket the frog. Um, yeah, he like, but he ends up like the part I liked. You know, he sort of like helps them work through their fighting with song. Like one thing that I do think made sense to me is like clearly the couple is suffering from a communication breakdown about the miscarriage and maybe just in general. And so they're fighting over stupid stuff instead of like discussing difficult to discuss topics. Mm-hmm. And they end up starting to like use songs to have an open line of communication. And he's really instrumental, no pun intended, in, in making that happen because he's he turns in his sticks. He quits the band right before their first performance because he's like, you guys are really triggering me based on my parents' divorce and I don't want to be a part of this anymore. Mm-hmm. And then he only comes back when they're like having more success and, you know, not fighting. So he's really like sort of the marital glue. Mm-hmm. And you know what they say, if Fred Armisen's your marital glue, your marriage is freaking, you know, in a bad place. Do you think, all right, spoiler alert, so basically at the end of the movie, he's getting more in touch with his, it's a lot of like, this is very like, men are from Mars, women are from Venus, the whole movie. It's like, Mm -hmm. men are compartmentalized and get their energy and emotions out physically. Women, like are emotional and you know don't get this like physical release it ends up where she has this like physical breakdown in her room and he starts crying and then they kind of come back and start pursuing the passions that they've left behind and they love each other and they move on do you think this couple is staying married or do you think this is the end for them i think they're staying married i think it's like a happy ending i do think that they probably will stay married I mean, even in the movie, they like, they fight and then they sort of reconcile and then they fight and then they reconcile again. Like, they break up and get back together like five times during the movie. Like, I don't think they break up. Not like, literal break ups because they're married, but, they're, yeah. but I feel like they're at like a terrible place and then, and then like something happens and they're in a bad place again and then they're in a good place. I think they probably give it a go. Yeah, I think. I think like the huge, the big step for them is they start talking about the miscarriage. So yeah, start talking about the miscarriage. Maybe eventually have another kid and have a kid. And, and... Um, this is totally irrelevant, but Adam Pally famously has a tattoo in Hebrew on his chest. Yeah. What do you think of the Hebrew tattoo? I mean, I've seen it a bunch. I think it's become more common. Um. I don't know. What do you think? Do you have a take on it? I mean, to me, the only, it's weird to get some sort of, I mean, it's one thing if it's Hebrew, but if it's like a religious tattoo. Yeah, that's a little weird. It's always weird to me when someone has like a high or a Jewish star. And I say this without judgment. I'm not like, I wouldn't be like, oh, I couldn't date a guy who has like a high, whatever. But Mm -hmm. like, it's just funny that like getting tattooed is like forbidden in Jewish religion. So like to have a religious tattoo that like vile, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like. um, Ironic. Yeah, it's just like to me, it's like, uh, however, but like, I also eat shrimp, so like YOLO. But I don't mm-hmm. do it like 
to celebrate Shabbat. But you never get a shrimp You know what tattoo. I mean? Like, it's... Yeah. Well, I, I mean, that would make more sense to me than getting a Jewish star tattoo. It's more just like, it would be like if I, like, sat down to have a Seder and I, like, served ham at it. It's also funny what people keep. Like, you could argue that, like, if you said, like, hey, Rabbi, I'll get one tattoo, I'll, but I'll never eat shrimp, or... I like trust me, I'll never get a tattoo. My mom would kill me, but I'm gonna eat shrimp every day. I feel like the rabbi goes with the tattoo and not eat shrimp. No question. I'm not saying like I wouldn't get a tattoo, so I'm a better Jew than someone. No, no, I'm not, I know, shrimp. I know. I'm just no, no, saying like I, the things we pick to honor, and that's every. It goes for everybody on every level, or, or like. You know. I just, I just mean to get a tattoo to commemorate, like to, like the more specific irony of like. Yeah, if I were eating a cheeseburger in observance of Shabbat, that would be strange. Yeah, that would be strange. So, like, to get a religious tattoo, which is forbidden by that religion, mm -hmm. it, that's that's the rub for me. Not that somebody has tattoos. And you know what? Nobody asked me, so sorry to anyone I've offended. I mean, this is our, our show. We could sort of... In theory, <laughs> by pressing play, they're asking you. Katya and Trixie, two famous drag queens, world famous drag queens, have like a YouTube show called Uh. It's like U N G H H H, mm -hmm. and they're every every opening they do, it's just them talking about nonsense for like twenty minutes. They're like the show where we talk about whatever we want because it's our show and not yours. <laughs> That's like the intro every single week. Mm -hmm. You watch it every week. Uh, it drops like sporadically. I've watched a bunch of them. Should we change this podcast into a podcast where we cover their 20-minute I don't think so. <laughs> new Girl, Old, uh. Have, have you ever listened to the other New Girl podcast? No. There's a, quite a few, but you mean the official one. The official one, yeah. I mean, Still doesn't come up when you search New Girl, notably. Amazing. We, they should get a better SEO person. <laughs> have you listened to it? No. Um... All right, well, let's get back to the jar. I mean, it's funny. I, like, expected that you were going to feel exactly how I felt about this movie, and we were going to be in and out in, like, 20 minutes just talking about other stuff. Like, I almost don't have anything to say about this yeah. movie. Uh, well, let me tell you. So, uh, ZLJ, as we like to call her, directed another movie. It's called How It Ends, also a comedy drama, uh, produced and directed with her husband, which I guess now is her ex-husband, Daryl Wine. Sars her. Kaylee Spaney. Don't know her. Helen Hunt. Olivia Wilde. Fred Armisen. Oh, my God. They love her. They love him. Uh... <laughs> Uh, Nick Kroll and Lamorne Morris. The plot summary is when a meteorite is found to be on a collision course with Earth, a young woman, that's Zoe Lister-Jones, takes stock of her life through a conversation with her metaphysical childhood self. I just ate two more gummy bears, could you tell? <laughs> I, I could not tell. This movie made $16,000 at the box office. It crushed. Oh, it was during COVID. So. $16,000? Well, it was during COVID. It was probably in one theater, you know? It has uh, 67. Doesn't box office count like streaming and whatever? You know, no. I had to pay for this movie twice. You did? How did you watch this movie? Um, I don't remember. It was so long ago. So I rented it SD for two. dollars But now it's on YouTube. The, the way I found it today was I looked to see if there was like a refresher. Which it I cost like $20 on YouTube. No, someone ripped it onto YouTube. It's free. Well, I don't do that. What do you mean you don't do it? It's on YouTube for free. If YouTube wanted to cut it out, they would cut it out. Um, that's funny. It was like, usually I rent movies on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And this was, um, I think, $20 to buy on YouTube, which is insane. 
That would be. And so I rented it for two ninety nine on Vudu. I had to make an account. I'd never heard of Vudu. V U D U. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard of it. And then. It ex- I didn't have time to finish the movie during the two-day rental, so I had to rent it a second time. So I spent $6 on this movie. Oh, wow. It was definitely worth $6. But not, like, 10 I didn't want to own it for 20 bucks on YouTube. What is owning a movie? Anyway? I don't own any movies anymore. I don't really own any music. It's in my well, Spotify. Owning a movie is that you could just go back and watch it whenever on YouTube. I guess, but I don't... I don't or Amazon I, or whatever you buy it on. I mean, if you were to say, like, are you closer to being a hoarder and not hoarder, you're you're closer to being a hoarder, right? Yes. Yeah, I... Well, I, no, no. I don't like stuff, but I live in trash. <laughs> like, I am trying to be very, like, I don't... I get rid of... You're Buddhist. Like you're I, giving away all your items. Yeah, not a Buddhist. Like, I, I've actually... My wife was, was like, concerned... Because I've never really bought clothes in our, like, 18-year marriage. And I bought, like, 20, like, fun T-shirts this year. Because we can wear T-shirts to work. So I just wear, like, you can't. The problem is if you have, like, a fun T-shirt, like, I have a, I have a shirt that's, like, the outlines of, like, Jerry, George, Kramer, and, and Elaine's faces. It's, but it's, like, you can't wear that shirt every week, you know? So I have to get a bunch of, them, like, a bunch of shirts. So she's, like, you know, this is, like, a new person. You've never shopped once, and now you just shop all day. Do you want to know the funniest story? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, uh, <laughs> I don't know if this will translate, and I'll cut it out if it doesn't, but I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. So, um, my boyfriend, Ian, not to be confused with Ian from the podcast, very confusing, different Ian. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is this soft launch? This is, I think, a hard launch. Okay, fine. Um, you ever do the ta- hand in a picture or no? I've talked about him on the podcast before yes. without really talking about him. So mm-hmm. Akiva has met him. So Missy, his friend, me and him went out. Not a setup, just like four of us went out to dinner this weekend. And <laughs> he had just bought three what I would call Boughton? fun shirts. Bought Bought I'm so freaking tired, Akiva. He bought <laughs> That was so dumb. He had bought he purchased three shirts from like a Banana Republic outlet that are like hotel art, you know, like one has some yeah. bicycles on it, one has like three compasses, and one has the New York like skyline from like a, a water view. Mm-hmm. And he wore that, that t-shirt with the New York skyline to the restaurant. It was mm-hmm. fine. It's like a men's t-shirt. It's summer. It was totally fine. Missy is like staring at him but i don't notice all of a sudden ian out of nowhere goes is something on my shirt like you keep looking at it mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like no sorry just like what is it and he's like it's a shirt and she goes is that all it is <laughs> she thought it was like a tourist shirt from like the 9-11 memorial mm. or like a firefighter like never forget shirt she just like couldn't understand why somebody would just wear a plain t-shirt with the new york city skyline on it. pretty funny <laughs> kind of rude yeah can you can you rate my the shirt i bought this sign ridiculous can, wait, wait really quick is that all it is is um such a mean thing to say it to is someone. that is me should i cut this story is it not no, as funny if you weren't fine. there all right, go ahead. Can you rate the shirt that I bought, the Seinfeld shirt? Yeah, did you send it to me? Yeah, I DM'd it to you. 
I mean, I can imagine it. I know the silhouettes well. Missy and I have Seinfeld trivia coming up. We're back, mm. baby. Are you inviting Alex and, and Avi or no? No, screw them. They did it without me. You think I'm going to now double invite them off I of like a non-invite? You're, you're not petty at all. That's the thing <laughs> that comes about you. Um, where are you sending this to me? Twitter or yeah, what's up? Oh, this is not the one I thought it would be. You like it? Let me see. You can say no. No, it hasn't uploaded. I do like it. Why is George, like, tinted yellow? I'm not sure why George. I, I think it's just... Is he like, yellow on the shirt? Like, did mm -hmm. it come? Or are you just looking at it online? I, yeah, I, I, the shirt's in the other room. I, I, I'd have to get it. But I, I think it just looks like that. Like, but, I'm sorry, the picture or the actual shirt? I'm not sure. I, I'd have to... I'd, I'll take a picture of it after and send it to you. But the... the <laughs> Uh, but I was walking in the street. Nobody at work ever is like, hey, fun shirts. Because I wear, like, today I was wearing, like, a Bayside Tiger shirt. Like, nobody's like, ah, I love to say by the bell. Um, but but I did get a bunch of comments in the street. Like, ah, George Costanza. I did get a, like, and it's funny. Of the four, he's the one. Everyone was, nobody's like, Jerry, Elaine, Kramer. I you know, George actually, Costanza. when I was in Israel, I bought a canvas print of the Kramer, the painting. Oh, you, really? Yeah, I bought it at, like, the Shook. I feel like they don't have them anymore. I feel like they've been replaced by... When I've been in, like... Uh, I mean, it was, like, five years ago, but when I was in, like, a few different um, European cities, like Madrid, Barcelona, Paris, you see a lot of, like, Big Bang Theory stuff. There was, oh, like, a weird. lot of, like, Big Bang Theory, like, merch everywhere. Like that. The, 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 the most common shirt I see walking around Tel Aviv of, like, modern-day uh, pop culture, like, the most common... Um, thing is Rick and Morty. I see a lot of Rick and Morty stuff. People love Rick and Morty. I don't know. I, I, it's, it's not for it's, me. It's interesting. Well, yeah, I've never tried either. it. I don't know that it's. For, it might. It might be like your favorite. It might be like literally for you. It might be your Maybe favorite. Maybe it's thing for of me. Oh, be speaking of being for you, are mm -hmm. you watching? Are you excited for Nathan Fiedler's return on July fifteenth? A fielder. Whatever. <laughs> you know, the the Hillel at Northwestern is Fiedler Hillel. I yeah, Jay Fiedler was the, the one Jewish quarterback of the last, like, 40 years. He's from Oceanside. All right, so are you excited for Yeah, the of course. Everyone's audition? excited for that. And anyone who was a Nathan for Well, Diva, you and I haven't chatted in six months. I know, but I'm saying, of course, I would be excited for a new Nathan Fielder show. These gummy uh, bears are incredible. So many gummy bears. Albany's gummy bears. They kosh? Let me say, could you have these? Probably not. Probably not. To, Probably a lot of gelatin going on. Yeah, you have to have, like, there are kosher gummy bears, but you have to, like, buy the specific kosher gummy bears. You're not just going to randomly. What am I? I'm it's not like the main, the main snack in, like, the candy store that's not kosher. Oh, but is this the thing the where, like, if you buy them, like, gelatin is kosher in Israel, but not in the U.S. or some bullshit? Something like that, yeah. I don't even know. I got to get Chester. Also, Sfarim and Ashkenazim have different opinions on gelatin. Ashkaz? Sfarim and Ashkenazim have different opinions on gelatin. Anyway, I think we're losing the plot here. I know. Well, then we're just catching up. Maybe mm -hmm. we'll just put this episode in the toilet. The toilet? Is that another mechanism? I do like the idea that Adam Pally's character sits on the toilet just to air out his b-hole. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting back to the movie. It's funny that it's also like one of the you, you said like it's a lot of like men are from Mars, women are from Venus, but they do do a few like flip things like. Um, Zoe Lister-Jones is the big pothead, and I think in most movies they would have made Adam Pally probably. I think they're pothead. both high as a kite the whole time. Yeah, but she's like her, her like 
thing is that she's really into smoking pot. I don't think it's she's grieving. Anymore. I feel like she's like numbing. Oh, it's totally his thing. They're both blazing constantly. Mm-hmm. Can you tell it's not our thing? And by the way, we're talking about by it. By the way, we're talking. Two seventy-two-year-old Jewish people. Like, <laughs> they were very into marijuana. How old? If I'm when I'm seventy-two, God willing, how old will mm-hmm. you be? A hundred. I'm nine years older than you. Jeez, that's so many years. Not even. I'm not even nine years. I'm yeah, I don't think years. that's right. <laughs> nine no, eight, years sounds like a lot. I'm eight years older than you. I'm eight years older than you. I'm 31. I'm 38. What year years. Oh, my God. Oh, you're, you're catching up to me. I hope not. That's That would be bad for you. I mean, not literally, but I feel like the further we get, we're essentially... No, but then there's a We're there's almost years at this point. When do you think it flips, right? Like, I do think at some point when I'm 60... Or when I'm when I'm 65 and you're mm-hmm. 73, then it's going to be big again. No, that's the same. No, no, no. Oh, you mean because I'll be, like, close to the end? Is that what you're there's saying? There's a big gap. I no, think, no. like, f- when you're younger, seven and a half years is a big difference. And then when we're, like, our age to probably our 40s, 50s, 60s, it'll feel the same. Once you're in your 70s, I'm in my 60s, we're in a different, we're in a different Especially situation. you're a woman, you, your life expectancy is probably much more than mine. Oh, I'm gonna be kicking around long after you're gone. Oh, we know, <laughs> we know. You can't, you can't. No, no, I don't like this conversation. Not Wait, but, um, but when I turn 40 in a year and change, then I think that's like a gap for a while. Can I complain about something? This is just for us, what? by the yeah, way. Sure. This is mm-hmm. not for anyone. If you wanted yeah. to watch Band-Aid, I hope you I hope It's you on YouTube it. for free. <laughs> Unless you have the you know, strongest moral backbone in history. Like, yeah, yeah no, you pay it. pay for it on... Oh, it's two ninety nine. Support art, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, look at this privilege. Um, so... Yeah. Kivanov, fre- real friends of the podcast... Recharge the mitzvah. Well, I'm recently. on the podcast. I'm not even. I'm not a friend of the podcast. I'm sorry, Chester and I. Chester and I. Okay, Chester. Not. Recharge the mitzvah. Mm-hmm. They did a celebratory podcast and live event. Mm-hmm. And the third podcast. I've yeah. asked people. I get this like long message from Av, like clearly sent to a lot of people as it should have been. Mm-hmm. We're recharging the mitzvah. If you want to leave a message like saying nice things to us, like please do so. I said, when do you need it? Of course. Today, if possible, or tomorrow, if possible. So I, like, quickly record, like, a 30-second thing for them. Mm-hmm. And then when they play it, I'm the only asshole who submitted it. What does that mean? What You're the, the heck? only one who did it? Well, everybody else was, like, an actor from the show. You know how they had, like, a lot of people involved in the yeah. show? So, so like, you're the only, must... like, regular guest who submitted it? I'm the it? only normal person. Well, we person. discussed it. And I was like, yeah, I've asked me. And I literally couldn't find, I don't know where I was looking, but I couldn't find what platform he had asked me on. Why do you need the platform, though? You could just send him the message. It was I not I didn't very remember, like, what the ask was even, really. Like, what I was supposed to do. I mean. Next time. Well, like, what happened? Where was everyone? I don't know. Maybe I'm tired it's... of being the only reliable person in this community. <laughs> I, I, you are very so. I, I, my, we haven't discussed on this podcast, but my family is in Florida without me and New York without me for like a month. Which in we some didn't ways discuss is this nice. anywhere. Well, I told you. I'm saying I haven't discussed. Well, no, I mean you just showed me they were on the plane. I didn't know how long they were going. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm alone for like four weeks, and it is a little lonely. But I'm. It's also nice and quiet here. 
And um, first of all, like obviously, I don't want to do anything. I have to call my wife to like, you know, turn on anything or figure stuff out. Or I there was a big stain on the floor. How do I, how do I clean the stain? Um, big stain on the floor. There was like, a, there was like a yeah, like something leaked on the floor when I was some like food thing, and then I didn't see it until the next morning. It like fell. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, I'm living the bachelor life here. Yeah, it shows. But what were we what were we talking about though? Because your was wife is in Florida. Before that, I was trying uh, me being reliable, recharging the mitzvah. Oh, so I I got invited out for lunch, and I was like, Mara, like they invited me. It's just me, whatever. Like, do you think I should bring something? She's like, No, 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 it's fine. Like, because usually like you have someone over for Shabbat meal, and they have you over, and maybe you'll say like, Hey, I'll bring dessert or whatever. But like, you're not always if you're inviting people back and forth, you're not like bringing a gift. Like you maybe like. You know, you'd make something for them if they ask. Or like, hey, bring the salad. You bring the dessert or whatever. But you're not really bringing a gift if it's like... So anyway, Mary's like, no, you don't have to. But I'm like, you know what? What would what would Allie do? So I bought a nice bottle of wine. Not like nice, nice, but like not like the cheapest one in the store. Not uh, the bubble... But th- what was the fizzy bubbles that you like? Oh, the, um, yeah. the ones Buzz wine? The, the buzz wine. Well, that would be great. <laughs> um, the, that's for the Passover Seder because it's the lowest percentage. But... But anyway, that's what that's what the lash would do. So I, I that is what know. the lash would do. Um, mm-hmm. Did they appreciate it? Yeah, I think there was like, oh, this is, you're like a grown up now, Kiva. You're bringing you're like bringing a gift instead of just showing up like a schlub. I mean, I showed up like a schlub, but also with a bottle. <laughs> well, your fun T-shirt. You wear a fun T-shirt. Well, it's Shabbat. No, I was wearing like more of a polo shirt. Oh, I there do, you go. I do that's white polos on Shabbat. White, that's bold, and you brought red wine. Well, you didn't drink any of it. Well, I, I don't drink the wine, and also yeah. it didn't get served. Like it, someone else brought wine too, so that was like they came first. But like, you know, I don't I love don't... when a gift I bring doesn't get served because usually I'm bringing something this I want to. Seinfeld episode now. Yeah, but I don't drink wine. I think if I drank wine, why the difference like... between me and Seinfeld is I wouldn't take it back with me. No, you wouldn't take it back. I, yeah, no, I, I it, it didn't bother me. But yeah, that is the problem with these white shirts. Like you do, you're eating a lot of food on Shabbat. You could stain them and then forget it. They're never coming out. I pretty much can't wear white. It's off limits for me. But why? Everyone here wears white here on Shabbat. Like you, that's like a thing. Everybody does. I used to wear like blue, and I was like a freak. I was like, Mara was like, you're the only person out of 200 people who's wearing white, who's wearing blue. She shamed me into wearing white. <laughs> why? Why is Brian Cohen tweeting at you? Akiva's um, face blind in a story was all the time. I'm sh- sh- assuming this is Renap. You, all you do is talk about being face blind. It's it just might re- be Renap, but I'll be honest, I don't know the story he's talking about. I don't have right. any recollection of the story. Okay, well. Unless I talked about, like, some, see, I don't know. I, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it is. Story blind also. All right, producer Kelly, getting back to the movie. So one of the PK. things in the movie, the movie, uh, I guess, they make a list of their top 12 fights of all time. Mm-hmm. PK says, how bad of an idea is this? I want to know if you think you and I should make a list of our top 12 fights of all time. Okay. Do you have, like, one in particular? <laughs> no, I just thought of this now, actually. That would be fun. Uh, let's not rehash the past. We've been in a good place for a long time. <laughs> let's leave the past in the past. I've changed, Akiva. Yeah, have you? That's great. I have less time and energy. To, it's true. I also don't have a lot of time or energy. And <laughs> I feel like, what's, what's the upside? Like, you know... That's why if I ever mess up in the future, you're just going to let it go. I know. Well, <laughs> I, I've had a big breakthrough recently on my feelings on intent versus not intent. But I can talk to you about it offline. That's good. That's good because <laughs> I feel like my intentions are always pure as the day is long. 
But well, sometimes my actions thoughtless. are screw-ups. <laughs> <laughs> Having no intent does not mean your intentions are beer. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, I discussed this <laughs> with my wife, too. It's like a rerun from, like... <laughs> All right. Um... I don't know. I feel like I'm disappointing the audience because I just can't. I just can't get it. I don't like. You know what? I like this movie, but I I don't like it as a podcast. Okay. Next time, Do what you if disagree? we have people like watch the movie beforehand? I've made this mistake on other podcasts. What does that before, mean? Like, like on other podcasts, I've made this mistake where it's like I'm excited to watch the movie or a TV show, and then it's like oh, I should have had somebody screen it first to make sure it was like podcastable. You know? Sometimes I don't do. I still well, make yeah, I'm like, I'm like you. I don't like to make people do stuff for me, um, and yeah, I do uh, like do that sometimes. with no, no compensation or even thanks given to them. And in fact, quite the opposite. Usually <laughs> at, at great personal expense to the other person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I think the jar is sealed, so maybe it would have been nice to do that. But mm-hmm. as we next said, time the jar- around, yeah. How many um, things I, are in the jar? That's sealed. Are they going to ask how many gummy bears I've eaten? I've eaten an un, un, uncountable amount of gummy bears. Un, during this uh, well, it, I mean, if there's a bag, I assume the bag is either like full or empty or mostly empty. The limit does not exist. Bears? How many gummy bears I've eaten on this podcast? Maybe ten. Yeah. No, that's pretty. That's a pretty like I could definitely count that number. No, no, I meant more like I've continued to eat gummy bears throughout the entire podcast. That's all I meant. How many things are in the jar still? Well. We've done this. Is our third jar. We did New Girl. We, I mean, we did Zoe's. Oh we my do God! A jar Zoe's. after season seven, right? Well, let's let's think about it. We did Zoe's. We did Nick Miller's. Mm-hmm. We did Hannah Simone's. We mm-hmm. have Winston mm-hmm. and Schmidt left because you didn't. When we decided on the jar, you didn't know that Coach, Coach would be back. True. And I put in, and we put in accepted. So with Jason Long, Justin Long. Ah, so, so we got we three left. Okay. Three left. So it will, we won't have to do one after season seven. That'll be it. That'll be the series finale. No. Have we ever made a prediction? The series finale will be the series finale. Am I wrong? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the series yeah. finale. Yeah. Have we ever predicted when this, when the series finale of NGOG will be? We did. We did like a, I feel like last, we did a at the end game. of the last episode, if we did like Kelly a. If Producer or somebody remembers, I want to know what our guesses are. Yeah. Um. Or I think we said, like, will we finish season four before the end of the year or something like that. But then we That's took happening an point. unbelievable hiatus. Yeah. I mean, even if we don't miss a week, we could barely do that. I, I, I take up a lot of responsibility for the hiatus, but I forgot. You also, like, your hours now are, like, I can only record during your workday. You're being mine. And then I'm like, well, then I can't do it. And so on and on we go. Well, I'm also going to be in America for a month. I think business is about to pick up. When are you coming to America? Rob got the exclusive or Chester got the exclusive? Normally I no, get the I don't think I've uh, I don't think I've I've announced it at all. Um, well, you did. You said I don't. I, I mean, I, exclusive of just knowing about it, not announcing oh, it on the podcast. Uh, August second till August twenty third. I think I'm in, I'm oh, in New York and Florida. I'm busy. Oops. You're busy the whole time. Twenty one days. Are we gonna go to a Mets game? Yeah. Well, my problem is it's so hard for me to get my boys to go to the Mets games because they are huge trolls who hate the Mets. Yeah, and they're like keeping home. up the shtick. Like, guys, I'll get you whatever food you want. You get it. Wait, Yosef also is a big troll. He's a like he follows Noam's lead, and he just says I like the Jets and I like the Miami Dolphins, and I like I don't know. They're just 
There are a bunch of clowns in my family. Let me talk to them. One day your dad will be dead, and you'll mm-hmm. wish you had this time back. How about that? They won't care. They'll be like, fine. <laughs> All right. So your whole family is going to be in New York. The whole, the whole mishpacha. Wow. All right. Well, just take him to a Yankee game. No, I would never. I'm not going to Yankee game. That was mostly a joke. All right. Um, anything else from the movie you want to talk about? Compromise with the Brooklyn Cyclones, but I won't tell them that's like the Mets minor league team, you know? <laughs> well, I will not be going to that, but enjoy yourself. Uh, anything else? No. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, like, the movie was better than Ali's Mang It Seem, but maybe not as good as I'm Mang It Seem. I want to be clear. If I were watching this movie without having to podcast about it, I would have enjoyed this movie more. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have said, oh, I saw this really cool, like, indie movie that I liked. It was, it's 90 minutes, in and out, no problem. Recommend. Mm-hmm. Just, I wasn't inspired for, to do the podcast. I hear you. Yeah, I had very few notes also. I have way more I, notes on the next episode, I'll tell you that. Um, you're just anticipating that for next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, my, that's my guess. Um, here's a question to wrap up here for producer Kelly. How many actors in this movie does Keith think will be in New Girl? A lot of them, Brooklyn Deckler, Hannah Simone, the r- actor who played Robbie is here. Do you think any more? Uh, Fred Armistead we saw? Yeah. Already? Um, I, don't, I don't think we see Retta. Retta's really underused like in her career. Um, have we seen Pally in the show yet? No. No, I'll say we see Adam Pally. I will say this. Mm-hmm. So many people in this movie, you're like, including like background, like people you probably didn't even notice, but I noticed because I was watching for this, mm-hmm. will appear in New Girl. Okay, that's a threat. It's like unintentionally probably the best crossover movie we pick for this jar. Wow, all right, that's exciting. Just because of like, oh my God, he's in it, he's in it, he's in it. Did, we've seen Fred Armisen in New Girl already, right? Or am I? I wrong think about we that? have. Yeah. Actually, I, know, I see him everywhere in my nightmares, my sleep. No, you know what? We didn't. So I just okay. ruined it. Ugh. Maybe we've already talked about it because we well, talk about disliking it. him so many times. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, he in 2016, and we're on 2014 of New Girl. So you'll probably forget by the time uh, we get back there. All right, um, Kiwi, it was good to catch up with you. Sorry to anyone who hated this episode. I don't care. Uh, Big news, Kiev. The Challenge, CBS. You watching it, Challenge USA? I'm going to watch the first episode. People really like it. I I mean, I think you're big time now. I'm surprised you're still podcasting with me. You are a, you know, you're a a network podcaster. I've already had enough of everyone. One person was like, I can't believe you made fun of this. And it's like... That's not what happened. Like, Why? Because you think more people are, are listening now because it's And us. new people, like people who don't know Oof. they don't like us yet. Like, I think mm-hmm. we have disposed of the people so, like that don't said, like us. So like you said, yeah, you had curated an audience for many, many years, and now right. you're getting a bunch of new people. And while you're confident you will scare most of them away, you have not yet done so. Right. I have, to de- I have to deal with the people who hear what they want to hear on a podcast mm-hmm. and write you about it, and it's like... That's not what was said. It's just like frustrating, but you know. Yeah, it's one welcome thing to the like, new viewers. <laughs> yeah, it's like one thing if you say something on a podcast, like "all right, that was wrong" or whatever. But when people are like misinterpreting what you say, that 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 is frustrating because it's like, no, I, that's not what I said, or that's what the show said. That's not my, you know, 
Like, that's not my opinion. We're just quoting the show or something like that. That that always gets me. It's also a little nerve-wracking because this actually surprises me. So for anyone who doesn't know, I do a challenge podcast, an MTV challenge podcast on robaswebsite.com slash challenge feed. And uh, my co-host Brian Cohen and I have continued to cover the CBS version where they take people from Survivor and Big Brother and Amazing Race and Love Island and put them in a challenge-style game hosted by the host of the challenge, TJ Lavin. And, you know, I would think it's, it's interesting. Like, I think my default assumption would be that, like, the CBS stars are, on the whole, bigger reality stars. Uh-huh. Such that, like, the challenge people don't listen to our podcast. Are you the one people used to or, like, early people who just, right. like, got cast would listen and interact with us? But now, like, they're t- too big of a deal to listen to us. I should have realized that the CBS people are actually not bigger celebrities than the challenge people because the challenge people are career reality TV yeah. people. Yeah. And, and this- I think there's a level, sorry, like I think there's a level of the challenge people where even if they're not famous, and a lot of them are, you could tell from social media followers, like there's a level of delusion, I think, that goes with being on the challenge where they all think that they're like so, you know what I mean? That like they would never, da- it would never occur... They're, people in general are like sort of full of themselves, so it would never occur to like care what anybody else has to say about the show. Is that a good read? I don't or know maybe? about that. I mean, I don't okay. know, but it happens to be um, consistent with the fact that yeah. they don't listen. So right. you know, sure. But like, a couple people have listened to the preview and to the show and are writing right now generally nice things. Mm-hmm. But it's been a long time since I covered a show that people on the show were listening to, right. and it's. You know, I'm not saying anything I wouldn't say to someone's face, but it does change the energy a little bit. I hear you. No, I, I, you always, like, in the back of your mind, you're thinking, like, there is a person or a group of people you're speaking to, and if, like, one of those people on a podcast is, like, the person on the show, you know, in, in somewhere in your mind, you're, you're, like, cognizant of it. I mean, everyone should be podcasting with the idea that these are real people who could be listening to it. I, you just You don't want to make anyone feel bad over something like this. Some people have big egos uh but anyway it's a fun show we're having a good time we wrapped up the season finale of all stars three you could check that out on the same feed at robaswebsite.com slash challenge feed and we've got a preview they're doing uh interviews it's all on the up and up uh check it out over there very fun (laughs) kiwi we got got some 32 fan stuff we got renap has been uh recording every week we have RR. Wow, throw it in my face. <laughs> uh, well, 32 <laughs> fans hadn't really been recording every week, but last week we did too. We're, we're doing uh, Song of the Century. You're welcome to come on at any point. Talk about the yeah, song. Yeah, music's of the not really for me. I know it's not. Um, the uh, RRR uh, movie with Sasha Joseph, uh, very fun. And then. Um, RRR? Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's like a popular uh, Indian movie on Netflix. Oh. It's wild. Everyone should watch it. It's really, really And really that's Renap this week? That was her nap last week, yeah. Last week, got it. Cool, good stuff. All right, mm-hmm. Kiev, you can follow Kiev at Kiev26. You can follow me at Last Tweets. We'll be back next week to kick off season four, episode one of New Girl, Kiev. That episode is called The Last Wedding. Do mm-hmm. you have a guess? Yeah, my guess was it's like the last person their friend group is getting married. Bes- present company incl- excluded. Yeah, yeah excluded. Immediate. Yeah, it's like the last, the last wedding they're, they're ever going to, basically. Okay, uh, we'll see if Kiwi is right uh, next week. Talk to you soon.
talk a TV show And maybe Jenny Garner So don't go any farther now Akiva and Ali All the way to the finale His face is his job She's the captain of NGO